welcome to Who's in the Bible, a podcast for kids. I'm Eric. And I'm Lance. And we believe that the Bible is the greatest book in the whole world. It's filled with amazing stories about interesting people all working together to tell a bigger story, the greatest story about the most important person who ever lived, Jesus. And we know that understanding more about the people and stories in the Bible helps us to know more about Jesus and what it means to be his followers today. And in this episode, we're talking about David. Back at it. Back at go. it. The same guy. It is, if you remember last episode, the guy who killed Goliath. The one who killed Goliath. Same guy. I, I like him. Yeah? What I do mean, you like, I like about him? him. What, you, can't, you can't not like this guy. Because if you remember last episode, like he was, he was like confident. Yep. Rolls out there. Gets like a slingshot. Doesn't take the big armor. Right. You know, got the slingshot. Kills the giant. Right. You know, and, and this is like he trusted God. Yeah. And so that's like, he's like the guy you're looking up to. And so, um, you know, after he killed Goliath, he's kind of a big deal. He's got to be blowing up on YouTube. <laughs> on blowing Instagram. up on YouTube. He's like a big deal now. Yeah. He, he's, he is a big deal. Yeah. Um, so actually, after he killed Goliath, uh, he got promoted to general. Well, he was a kid. True. Yeah. It wasn't right away. Oh, okay. but But as he continued to grow up, he grew into this great soldier and uh, was a great leader. Yeah, right. And if you keep reading David's story in First and Second Samuel, he's a, he's a pretty good guy. He's a great guy. He, he trusted the Lord. He was super popular with like pretty much everybody. The kid could do no wrong. Yeah, yeah. actually, uh, that's where the trouble starts. He <laughs> became more popular than King Saul. Listen to this. And David went out and was successful wherever Saul sent him, so that Saul set him over the men of war, and this was good in the sight of all the people, and also in the sight of Saul's servants. As they were coming home, when David returned from striking down the Philistines, the women came out of all the cities of Israel, singing and dancing to meet King Saul, with tambourines, with songs of joy, and with musical instruments. And the women sang to one another as they celebrated. Saul has struck down his thousands, and David his ten thousands. Uh, oh, the ladies got the tambourines out. They do. It's 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 serious. It's They're party time here. Singing and dancing. So I mean, yeah. I mean, that's literally he's more popular by the numbers. By the numbers. I mean, he was. You know, yeah. That's that's a disc, that's a large big word discrepancy. Discrepancy. It's, yeah. It's very that, very different. People weren't out there counting how no. many people were struck down by yeah. these guys. They, right. they were they were describing David as this great warrior. I mean, Saul's okay. He's pretty good. He's still a good guy. But David is wonderful. And Saul was not happy about that. Listen to this. And Saul was very angry, and this saying it displeased him. He said, They have ascribed to David ten thousands, and to me have ascribed thousands. And what more can he have but the kingdom? And Saul eyed David from that day on. Saul eyed David from that day on. You ever you ever been like <laughs> you ever been like at a restaurant and then like the a dessert comes out? You're still you haven't even gotten yeah. your meal yet. Yeah. But a dessert comes out and just like out of the corner of your Ooh. eye, you see that thing coming by. Uh-huh. Like I always think about you ever been to Rainforest Cafe? Oh yeah. Food's okay. When that volcano comes out, there's a sparkler on it. Right. I mean, like every kid in the room just like, vroom, yep, in your eyeball. They're watching it the whole way, right? You know, it doesn't matter. They're not gonna eat their food. I'm like, hey, well, maybe if you're good, yeah, you're gonna get that. But man, their eyes, they're just locked onto it. Oh like, man, Dude. yeah. My my daughter, when she sees that stuff, I can see it on her face. She, yeah. the look on her face is like, I'm gonna get me some of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how did this play out? Saul tried to kill David. He made his mind up. That's what he was gonna do. 
Whoa. That escalated quickly. <laughs> That's a long way from like eyeing him. Yeah. The story goes, Saul at one point throws a spear at him. Another time, uh, he comes for David in the middle of the night and David escapes out of a window. I mean, doesn't the Bible say like that that Saul hunted David? He did. That's what that's what people do with animals. Right. So the king is rolling around hunting another dude in that some this is this is way out of bounds. Way out of bounds. Saul, not a good guy. And uh he showed it because he even killed priests who had helped David. Like the priests of the Lord, he hears that they had given David some food and shelter. He goes and grabs those priests and, and murdered them. Dude. So so what did David do? Well, David was desperate. He had to hide in caves so that he couldn't be found. And at one point, he even went to live with the Philistines. That's desperate. <laughs> that is <laughs> very desperate. Are like, that's like going to live with your arch enemy. That's like in the 80s, going to live in Russia. Right. The I'm ar- hiding out in Russia. Yeah. You're <sighs> living with the enemy. Well, then uh, David ends up having a chance to kill Saul. You can read about it in 1 Samuel chapter 24. You know, when, when you're reading a good book, and really starts to get really, really good. Yeah. And like in there on the edge of your seat. Yep. I feel like this is like that point in the story. Like you're like, okay, he's got the chance. He's, he's yeah. going to kill. And like, and I don't think anyone would fault him for it either. Like, Right. I mean, that, Saul has tried to kill him. You're a enemy. It's almost like self-defense. Yeah. Well, that's not what happens. David does not kill Saul. Why? Why doesn't he kill Saul? Like Saul has been like hunting him, like hunting him like an animal. And like... I, he he knew he was going to be king. Yep. Right. So I think it makes sense. That's what I would really expect that to be the thing that happens. Yeah. If you remember back from the episode where David was anointed by Samuel that he was going to be king, David knew without question God was going to make him king one day. Right. He lived with this great trust in God. But here's what's interesting: is that he wanted to wait for God's timing to make that happen. David was a good guy. Such a good guy. <laughs> That's a big, the big difference between him and Saul. Like, um, when I read the story, I find myself rooting for David because yep. he's just like, the dude's just so good. He is so good. The Bible even describes him as having a heart like God's heart. Well, that's that's a big deal. That is a that's big incredible. deal. It doesn't say like, the Bible doesn't say that about many people. No, I no, certainly not. I haven't read that about myself anywhere ever. <laughs> so. Okay, so how did this all, you know, kind of get resolved? This is still kind of a bad situation. It is a bad situation. Well, the Philistines go back to war with Israel. It's happening once again. And so Saul is leading the army mm-hmm. and they end up getting trapped. And yeah. Saul was shot by the archers. Oh. He's, he's wounded. And eventually in that battle, he died. So, I mean, David's relieved. Well, you would think he'd be relieved, but actually David mourned Saul's death. Dude, see, he's a good dude because like, why would you be sad when the bad guy dies? When the bad guy dies, I know. oh, Lex Luthor died. Why are you crying, Superman? Yeah. Well, David was was sad because Saul was appointed by God to be king at one point. So David's sad about that. So after all this, uh, eventually the way was cleared for David to become the king and he didn't have to hide anymore or run. He moved to Jerusalem. He built Mm. himself a palace and he led the nation really well. Even uh, remained a great warrior uh, with a heart like God's. So Israel has peace. Yep. They got a great king. Yep. They were living as God's people um, uh, things feel like they're kind of falling into place. They, they were finally maybe kind of set up to be this this blessing to all people yep. that God had called them to be way back in Genesis. It was a great time in the history of Israel, maybe even the best time as yeah. uh, in, in their history, the high point of their 
their history as a nation. And it was at this point, this high point, this great moment that God made a covenant with David. Covenant. Okay, bringing that word back in. Yeah, we've heard it. Where where have we heard it? We heard it back with, well, with with Noah. Uh Uh-huh. First covenant that we heard about, but then Abraham. Abraham? Yeah. It's a fancy word. We don't say usually, uh, you know, in in our day. We're not throwing (laughs) covenant around. So tell, remind everyone what a covenant is, what it means. Well, simply, you could kind of just say it's like a promise. Covenant's a promise. That's a very great way. It's a simple way to describe a covenant. So God made a promise to David. And let's pick up part of uh, his promise in 2 Samuel chapter 7. When your days are fulfilled and you lie down with your fathers, I will raise up your offering after you, who shall come from your body, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And that's that's a lot kind of going on there. That yeah. was like a big... That's a lot of a lot of covenant in that covenant. A lot, a lot of covenant in that covenant. <laughs> so God said that when David gets old and dies, his his offspring, his son, yep. will be king. Uh, that's right. God promised David that his son would get to be the next king. Sometimes, you know, that David was not Saul's son. Right. It's not always a promise that your son's going to be the king. So that's oh. that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, you know, I guess in my mind I'm always like, well, yeah, your son's a king. You were king. Your son's a king. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, that's not the case because that's not how. It was with with him. And That's him right. Saul. So, but then God uh, said something about him being a king, like forever. Forever, 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 forever. How does that work? Well, God's promise here actually had more than one meaning. There were two meanings to God's promise. Hmm. What? I, I think I know what we need. Thinking material. So how can something have two meanings? That is a great question. Let's see Let's see if this makes any sense. Uh, what if I told you, if you stop brushing your teeth, bad things are going to happen? Well, you follow me so far? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Obviously. Yeah, I think, I've met a lot of kids out there. Yeah, like, uh, my mom tells me that. Yeah, I've experienced yeah, If you this. stop brushing your teeth, bad things will happen. Uh-huh. Th- and that has... I believe it or not, more than one meaning. The first, like, what, what's the first thing that would happen if you stop brushing your teeth? Well, I mean, every time you eat something, it's like, it's like never taking out your trash. Okay. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, well, the trash is getting full. Nah, leave yeah, it. it's fine. Keep just keep smashing it down. Like yeah. your mouth just becomes a big trash can. A big trash can. Your your mouth, you, you just end up with this terrible stink breath. Yep. And if you have terrible stink breath all the time, you're probably not going to have any friends. No. And if you have to wear a mask, you're mm-hmm. going to be breathing in your own stink breath. That's yeah. pretty terrible. That I have become a lot more aware of my own stink breath. Yeah. Now because so of this mask. If thing. you stop brushing your teeth, bad things will happen. Like, right. yeah, that's part of it. Okay. But then there's also this like future thing that happens. Mm-hmm. If you stop brushing your teeth, eventually your teeth are going to rot and fall out. Like you're going to get cavities, going to have pain, and then you're going to have no teeth. Yeah. And then, and then you definitely won't have friends. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so I think I get it. When you say, if you don't brush your teeth, bad things will happen. There's really the things that will happen right now. Yeah. And then there's things that are going to probably take a while to happen. That's right. So when God said to David, your son will have a kingdom and his kingdom will be forever. There are actually two meanings. We're not just talking about his, his next son. But here's the first thing. 
David's son would be the next king. He would have this great kingdom. Uh That's a promise. But then there's there's also this other thing that God was promising that wasn't for right then or even very soon. It was way in the future and that there would be a future king whose kingdom would last forever. So God's promise to David meant two things. That is thinking material. And that was thinking material. Spoiler alert, one of David's sons becomes the next king, right? Okay. Okay. But what do you think God meant about that second part of his promise? The part about this future king whose kingdom would last forever? Well, I mean, it feels like you're talking about about Jesus. Nailed it. So we, we talk about how all of the Bible is really telling the story of Jesus. Like that from episode one. Yeah. That's what we've been talking about. So this has to be like a majorly important part of the Bible here. This is a huge part. So if you have your Bible open or you want to get your Bible and turn to 2 Samuel 7 and even draw a circle around chapter 7 or make a mark to note how important this part is because David heard it first, but then this message became shared. This promise was shared with all of Israel that there would one day come a a future king who would be a Messiah, a king forever. And we've learned that that king would eventually uh, through many generations later, be related to David. And God says, this is what's really interesting in his promise or his covenant with David. God said, I will be to him a father and he will be to me a son. God didn't call David's son or any of the other future king's son, but there is someone in the Bible he calls son and that person calls him father. Huge connection to Jesus right Mm. there. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh man, like this, I feel like ah, I want to keep going, but we got to, we got to, we got to just wait till the next episode. So here's what you got to do. If you're like, man, I want the next episode. Well, guess what? You subscribe. Subscribe. You just got to subscribe. And then all your little devices will notify you next week when there's a new one up. Every time we release a new episode, it'll let you know. So make sure you subscribe to Who's in the Bible. And you've been listening to Who's in the Bible. It's a podcast for kids brought to you by Clear Creek Community Church.